This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, cat people, cat lovers, feline friends. This is Michelle Fern, your host on Catitude. Today's show is all about what's up with my cat. You know, I'm going to talk about some of those strange behaviors that we don't understand, but it's perfectly natural. Yeah, that's a pun. Perfectly natural for your kitty. We'll be right back. As a pet parent to a dog and a cat, you're going to run into some catastrophes. Your dog eating up the cat's food or scavenging in the litter box is one of them. With DoorBuddy, you don't have to worry about cutting a hole in your door or struggling with a pet gate. DoorBuddy's adjustable door strap installs in seconds and without any tools. Finally, an easier way to let cats into rooms and keep dogs out of trouble. For 20% off DoorBuddy, use code CATITUDE20. That's CATITUDE20 at thedoorbuddy.com. That's thedoorbuddy.com. Give your cat back its space today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. Today is one of those shows where we talk about what is up with my cat and trying to, you know, decipher some of those behaviors that we think are strange, but they're actually perfectly in tune with your cat. You know, cats are unusual creatures. You know, they have a lot of behaviors that are very true to who they are. You know, they're predators. They are nocturnal. They have just a whole different makeup than their, you know, other domestic, I guess, counterpart in a sense with dogs. You know, a lot of us try to compare, contrast cats and dogs. So separate, so, so separate. And so many people think of cats as little dogs. Couldn't be further from the truth. Cats just have their own way, their own makeup. And there's so much of their habits come from the fact that they are predators, that they hunt in the wild, that they are carnivorous creatures. So let's get rolling. Pika. What in the world is Pika? It's P-I-C-A. And this is an urge that cats have at times to eat non-food items. You know, your shoes, shoelaces, chew up the rug, socks, these kind of things. And it's really, really common in cats. Sometimes they just want the sense of the chewing. They like how it feels. I guess they like how the shoelace feels in their mouth and and that it's soft and pliable, which most shoelaces are. But it also could be a form of stress. So if your cat's doing this endlessly, might be worth a vet visit. You know, sometimes we get all caught up in how our cats treat us. And when, you know, your cat's avoiding you, you think, "Uh uh-oh, what did I do? Forgot the treats. My cat didn't like the food I gave her. What's up with that? 
it might not be about you at all. Cats are very independent creatures and they like their quiet and alone time. So, you know, give your cat time to chill. Make sure he or she has alone time and you and your cat will get along fabulous. Just remember, it's not you. It's just that, hey, I need a break. Leave me alone. Let me sleep. Let me just sit here and stare outside if I want, stare at the birds. I need my time to just relax. And also, by the way, if your cat comes near you and then shoves their butt up in your face, you know, with the tail up, that's actually a sign of affection. It's a good thing. Although that'd be kind of bizarre and disgusting if us two-legged people did that, right? Now, what if your cat's doing the opposite? Your cat's kind of glued to your side, you know? What does that mean? Well, it kind of means what it says. Your cat wants your attention. This is why your cat might jump up on your laptop and start walking across it, or why your cat comes across your desk when you have a Zoom meeting and jumps on the back of your desk chair and scares the heck out of you, or just, you know, as you're trying to make dinner, goes in between your legs, almost tripping you. They're saying, hey, now I want attention now. I don't care if it's not a good time for you. Now, one of the things that especially gets me is when I'm working in my office, I forget to close the door. And all of a sudden I feel this like boom on the back of my desk chair. It's Molly. She's jumping up. She wants attention. She's the only one of the cats that does that. And, you know, if you're not expecting it, what a way to get your heart going. You know, when your cat brings you an offering, now this this is, of course, when you have outdoor cats or indoor outdoor cats. If your cats are indoor only, it'll, of course, be a different type of offering. But if your cat brings you, you know, a dead lizard or bird or rodent, it's actually a sign of appreciation. Indoors, your cat might bring you their toy and that they've been playing with it for a while and bring it to your feet. And it doesn't mean they want to play catch necessarily. It means, thank you. I appreciate you. Here's my gift to you. Not exactly what I would want for a gift, but you know, this is the best my cat can do. My cat can't shop from Amazon yet. Okay, this is kind of, it's funny, but not, well, it's funny after the fact kind of a situation. You know, cats, as we talked about, are nocturnal. So even though they adapt to your schedule and, you know, they're up and around during the daytime as us humans are and asleep at night, they still have a little more energy at night than we do. And they're always on the hunt. So be careful if you move your legs around while you sleep. This actually happened to my partner. He was moving his legs around, restless, I don't know, dream or what. And all of a sudden, Molly pounced and he was jolted awake and he had a pretty bad scratch. He had a a disinfectant, put band-aids on it. And what it was, was his legs, you know, were moving underneath the blanket and Molly was watching you know, this movement. And she thought, you know, she was attacking something. So whomp, right on the leg, tack. And like most cat's nails, they're pretty sharp and just nice, deep scratch. So I don't know what to suggest. Either make sure your cat has a nice place to sleep, maybe off your bed, or don't move when you're sleeping or be prepared for a cat attack during the night. 
Did you ever notice when your cat sleeps, like they're propped up like a king? The only one of my cats that does this is Dennis. He sleeps belly up, but he also sleeps sometimes, you know, against the wall, propped up like he's King Dennis, you know, his legs are out, his belly's up and he's like, here, I'm ready for you people to come to my throne. Kind of like that look. What this means is that he's just very relaxed and comfortable. And even though it's not the same as sleeping flat on his back, belly up, which he does also, this relaxing against the wall in his like a king throne pose makes him feel that he's comfortable. But should one of the other cats come around or someone else, he's ready to move quickly or as quickly as he can. I never knew this was a thing until I saw all the uh, TikTok and Instagrams and everything. Nose boops. I thought, you know, my cat did this with me. This was kind of something different. And then someone said, yeah, nose boops. They're all over the Internet. And so where was I? Why did I not know this? So this is something I do with Molly every so often when she's by my way of greeting her, you know, is nose boop, you know, one finger, she smells my nose and it's a boop. And I don't have TikToks or anything with her nose boop. And apparently it's a thing, but it's not like they like to have their nose touched, even if it's very gently. This is their way of letting you come up close so they can get a good whiff of your finger. Your cat, of course, can smell your finger far away, too. But this is getting up and close. They're just giving a quick whiff, deciding should they lick or not. And then that's it. And you want to be careful with the nose boops, because if your cat's not comfortable with it, it'll turn into a nose bite or rather. (laughs) And yeah, a nose finger bite. My cats never cease to amaze me and how they squish themselves into things. You know, I'm always looking for different toys, different things to keep them occupied. And so many times, probably eight out of 10 times, the thing they find the most amusing is the box or the bag it came in and squishing themselves in a box. Dennis is part Maine Coon, so he's a pretty big cat and not as big as full Maine Coons, but he's pretty big. I never thought he could squish himself into a shoebox. You know, women's shoes, not a big size, not like it's size 20, which is probably what he'd fit in. He just squishes himself in. It doesn't matter if he's sticking out part of it or not. He just wants to sit in that box. And Molly and Charlotte are the same thing. They love the box. Many shows ago, I did a show on cats are like liquid. And there's been a lot of talk about that on Instagram, too. And the thing is, you know, if you ever notice cats kind of pour themselves into whatever little space they're in. And again, you hear so much about it's all about the box. So this is why sense of security. Remember, cats are predators by nature. They're hunters. They want to, you know, protect themselves from being out in the wild. And even though your house is not out in the wild, they still like the fact that they can feel comforted. And whenever they're in a tightly confined space, that's when they feel most comfortable. Not necessarily your space. Don't squeeze them. Cats don't really like that, but they like to put themselves in a tight, squeezy space. So remember that the next time you bring home a box for them. Did you ever notice that cats do all kinds of funky movements? They have, you know, these yoga moves and stretches and yawns. The thing that gets me is their stretches. My cats stretch often, all the time. 
And I know that they do it because it feels good. And, you know, us two-leggers should do that too. Stretching is good for you. But for cats, the reason they do it is because it helps them with their mobility. You know, it helps them to stretch different ways, especially if they've been in a tightly curled position for a little while. Cats, if you notice, most often stretch right after they've been sleeping because generally when they sleep, they sleep in a more kind of a space. They sleep kind of curled up, most of them, and more on that later. But they always seem to stretch right after they wake up which is also something us two-legged people do too. So, hey, we have something in common with cats. But the reason they do this is because when they stretch, it helps them to stretch out their arms, their legs, their spine. And this way, it makes it easy for them to pounce on their next unsuspecting subject. Well, we're going to be right back after a word from our sponsor. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here. Can't wait to tell you about Diggs Revel Collapsible Dog Crate. Yes, I said dog crate. Having the Diggs Revel Dog Crate was so wonderful when I was fostering some new kitties in my home. You know, I already have several cats in my home and cats are territorial. So to get them used to the new kitties, I used the Diggs Revel Collapsible Dog Crate, which was heaven sent. It was wonderful. This is why. It's designed with safety first, no injuries to paws or jaws. It's convenient, sets up in a minute, and it literally can be raised and collapsed with one hand. It transports easy, and it's super easy to clean. And it looks great too, blends right into your home, just like a piece of furniture. And if you're traveling this summer, check out Diggs Five Star Crash Tested Passenger Travel Carrier. It's small enough to fit right under your airline seat, but your kitty can fit in and have plenty of space. Make your pets more comfortable with Diggs' wonderful products. And for a limited time, get 15% off your entire Diggs order. Go to Diggs.pet and use promo code PETLIFE15. That's D-I-G-G-S dot pet with promo code PETLIFE15 to get 15% off your entire order. Listen up, cat lovers. If you're planning a vacation, you need to hear about trusted house sitters. They connect pet parents with verified and background checked sitters so you can travel worry-free knowing your fur baby has all the care and company they could need. I love this. I can't stand the thought of my pets being lonely or being in a kennel, so I can't wait to sign up. Catitude listeners, you get 20% off today with code CATITUDE20. That's CATITUDE20. Go to TrustedHouseSitters.com and use the code CATITUDE20 for 20% off. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about various quirky behaviors and traits that cats have. So let's talk about cats, how they speak to us. Of course, meow, another way they purr, and hiss. We all know generally hiss means, hey, I've had enough. I have never, ever heard of a positive hiss. So unless your cat's going to hissing to warn you of something. So if there's a positive hiss out there, send me a message. Let me know about that. Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. But generally a hiss means stay away. I've had enough. 
stay away. Or you're doing, you're brushing me and I've had enough. It just means stop before things get nasty. So that's the hiss. Purring, of course, cats generally do and they're really content. Mostly it's when you pet them. Sometimes it's when they're curled up. Sometimes it's when they're doing that kneading thing, which we'll mention a little bit later also. But that's purring. It's weird. Some cats purr really loud as soon as you begin petting them and some barely purr at all. I don't know why, but anyway, let's get to the meow. There's a lot of different types of meows you're going to hear from your cats. If you have to listen closely, there'll be the meow that, hey, time to play with me. Come on. And it works. You know, it's in a sense they use their meows to tell you something just like dogs do when they're barking. But cats meows are more distinctive and for them. They don't just meow if they hear a noise or something or go nuts like my little Havanese Nikki does. He barks for any reason. Cats are more, I want to say, purposeful in their meows. So when they're meowing, they generally want either attention They want you to stop working, play with me. And that's why they're meowing. They're meowing to tell you, I want to eat. It's dinner time. Sometimes they'll meow just to like a soft meow when they're going to sleep. Sometimes they'll give a loud, you know, almost a snarly meow when there are other, you know, cats in the household to say, leave me alone. It's not quite a hiss, it's a meow. So if you listen closely, you'll be able to tell the difference of, of these meows. I don't know. My partner says that Molly talks to him. And when he's working, he said she's meowing and I have to go outside my office and play with her. That's the meow. He just can't. He has to take a work break. At least that's what he says, because she is telling him, come and play with me. So I don't know. Listen to your cat. This is something that people have wondered and talked about and everything like, you know, water from the tap. Why is it that my cat seems to detest all water? But as soon as I turn on the sink and I'm brushing my teeth and want to do dishes, my cat's right there with this paw wanting to play, wanting to drink, wanting to do something. Well, this is why. Again, a lot of what cat behavior is, is all about instinct. So think about this. In nature, moving water is always cleaner than still water. Moving water means the germs are moving through it. The other minerals and so forth are moving through it. So it's always better. So your cat instinctively sees moving water coming from the tap and wants that water, even if you have a bowl. One way to stop this, get a fountain. I've accumulated I think I have now at least three fountains. So each cat has his, her own water fountain and they do drink. They do prefer these fountains over. There's two bowls of still water too. I think Nikki uh, mostly drinks from that one, but most of the cats will drink water from a moving fountain. And I think another reason why cats prefer to drink from the tap is they don't want to drink or eat from a bowl where their whiskers are touched. Their whiskers are very sensitive. And if they're touching the edge of a water bowl, which based on the level of the water, it might touch the whiskers, then they're not going to drink from that, that water bowl. So that's another reason why fountains are preferred by your kitties. And remember, A hydrated cat is a healthier cat. Yes, cats need water. Even if you feed them wet food, they still need water. So if you can get a water fountain for your cat, hydrates your cat more, go for it. They're not that expensive. They're easy to take care of. 
And I bet your cat will love it. Give him or her some time to get used to it because first they're going to be, what is this thing? But eventually I think they'll come around. Did you ever notice that cats are really good, whether they're jumping, landing, or falling? That's because they actually have an extra vertebrae in their spine. They also have, for the most part, light bodies and light bones, which also aids in their movement. And that's another reason why if, and I hope this doesn't happen, but if your cat should fall from a space that's, you know, not too high, maybe six feet, your cat will most likely land on its feet and be fine. But don't encourage your cat to fall from high heights. You know, jumping is much better than they're prepared. Although, you know, true story, Dennis accidentally fell from a two-story balcony. He did it and um, fine. Took him to the vet. No broken bones, no nothing. He was absolutely fine. He learned his lesson, though. He never did get on top of the guardrail that was around the edge of the balcony ever again. You know, when you see you have dogs or most people know what dogs, their tails wagging, they're happy, you know, hey, hey, come see me, you know, happy day, la la, that's your dog's tail wagging. So then you see your cat's tail wagging and you think, oh, same thing, right? Uh Uh-uh, the opposite. When cats are swishing their tail around, it means it's usually not up in the air, but even if it's up in the air or mid or low, it means go away. I'm in a moment where I don't know if I trust the situation, understand the circumstances. I'm checking it out. Do not annoy me. So just remember, tail wagging for your cat does not mean come and approach. Here I am. I want to be your friend. I mean, some cats do wag their tails and they might be friendly, but for the most part, I would say maybe 90% when you see a cat's tail wagging means don't bother me. Kind of be nice if we could wave our hand too, or I guess it would be our hand. You know, we don't have tails to tell people don't bother me. (laughs) But that's the sign for your cat. Wagging tail means stay away. Okay. Now this is something I think we've all noticed in our cats at one time or another. Do you ever notice that they're staring at the wall? You look at the wall, there's nothing there. And you wonder, why is my cat just staring at the wall? Out of all my cats, Molly does this the most. Keep in mind, I'm based in South Florida, which is, it's humid here. It's buggy. And No matter how clean, how perfect your house is, chances are you're going to get a bug from somewhere. It's just the tropics. It's what it is. And if anybody tells you they've never had a bug in their house and they live in South Florida, they're lying. It just happens. It doesn't matter what. So anytime, you know, my partner happens to be, he is disgusted immensely by any bug, whether it's a tiny ant or a fly or a roach, he just can't take it. So anytime Molly is staring at a wall and he notices her staring at the wall, he watches her. He goes, "Uh uh-oh, there's a bug. There's a bug. And you know what? There always is. Cats are so susceptible to any tiny movement or any tiny sound that they can detect a bug or this is more likely if you live up north or a rodent in your wall, which is, I don't know how you'd get it out, but you know, wherever you live, there's something kind of nasty you don't want in your house. But for us, you know, anytime she's staring at a wall means there's probably a bug nearby. So then my partner goes on the hunt with the vacuum cleaner. Where's the bug? Got to find the bug. It's just something that cats do. Why? They're hunters. 
goes back again to their instinct. It's all about their DNA, predators, hunters. So they will stalk, which makes me feel really sorry for the rare lizard that gets into my house. I try to catch it before Molly so I can save its life. You know how when you call your dog and your dog comes running and you call your cat and it does maybe sometimes makes you wonder, does your cat really know its name? And if there's a household of cats, does your cat know the other cat's names? Well, studies show they actually do. If you reward them with a treat when you call their name, they'll come when you call, just like dogs. Hey, they're no fools. They're food-driven. They're predators. They're food-driven. So if you're going to have a treat for your cat and call them, have a treat for your cat, they will come. We talked about this earlier. You know, when cats do that kneading thing on you, they say it's a sign of comfort for the cats and that it goes back to cats kneading their mother's teeth for when they're milking at birth. But, you know, it's instinctual because studies have shown that kittens that are separated from their mamas, even at birth, kittens in the wild, unfortunately, feral kittens that are separated by birth have to be hand fed. They do the same kneading, even though they've never needed a mama for milk. And again, this is another instinctual thing. They like to do this. Most likely they like to do it on bellies that are not super flat. (laughs) So if you don't have a six pack and your cat comes and needs you, it doesn't mean time for more. Well, maybe it does mean time for more sit-ups, but it's also giving your cat comfort. So sit-ups, you can do some sit-ups. You just don't need to have a six pack because that little bit of kneading is good for your kitty. If you want to rationalize, you know, the sit-up thing that way. Let's talk about how your cat sleeps because it gives you a little insight into how your cat's overall behavior. So we talked about belly up with Dennis leaning against the wall with his belly up, but he also sleeps flat on his back with his belly up with his legs sticking in the air. Funniest thing, that means that he is so content because cats are very sensitive about their bellies. They don't like their bellies being shown. So when they're sleeping flat on their back with their bellies up, this is a happy cat. And by the way, there's a name for, if you ever notice that cats will have a little belly part that's hanging around, that's a pouch. And there's a very great name for it that I can't recall right now, but it doesn't necessarily mean your cat is too fat. They have this natural cat pouch. All right, getting back to sleeping. If your cat sleeps sprawled, it means they're comfortable, content, very relaxed. Again, that's sprawled, but not belly up. If they sleep sitting upright, which this is kind of, I've never seen my cats do this. It means they're okay, but not completely comfortable with their surroundings. So they want to be ready for action. And by sleeping upright, that's the fastest way that they can, should they feel uncomfortable, jump into action and move on to whatever's disturbing them. If they sleep and they're hiding their face, That means they're very comfortable and they're in such a deep sleep. They put their hands over their face and they're just very chill. If your cat sleeps with half open eyes, that means they're on the watch since they're predators by nature and they want to make sure they're aware of everything that's going on, even while sleeping. And lastly, but oh, so important, cat bites. So there's cat bites when you're playfully, you know, playing with your cat, petting your cat, and then they give like a little gentle bite where they don't break skin. They barely graze your finger, your hand. 
And that means I've had enough. Stop. Don't want any more. Pay attention to your cat. Pay attention to this little teeny nip where they're not really biting you. They're just saying, all right, enough. Leave me alone. I've had enough. Because if you don't, you will get a genuine cat bite that breaks skin. And cat bites are not like dog bites. And you probably have heard me talk about it before, but it's amazing how many times you can mention something. And of course, this is just one podcast and only hits, you know, several million ears over the years. And I, you know, but if you guys are hearing this, convey the message. Cat bites are a serious thing. Cats' mouths have so much bacteria that if a cat bites you, it could be a serious thing. Might even warrant a trip to the emergency room. And that's because, again, so much bacteria in your cat's mouth. Make sure if you have a bite or even a scratch, you clean it out well with peroxide and keep an eye on it. If there's any sign, any little sign of an infection, get to the ER. I've heard so many stories over the years of people having a cat bite and then having to go into surgery and have a part of the area removed because the so much diseased tissue from the bite. So yeah, sorry. If I scared you, I meant to because cat bites are serious. So pay attention to your cat's behavior. Pay attention to how they're feeling, how they're reacting around you. And remember when they're biting, that's their defense. They can't tell you, leave me the heck alone. Yeah, they can get up and walk away, but cats are territorial. They're predators and they're more likely to give you a nip or a bite to say, stay out of my space. This is my area. Leave me alone rather than just always getting up and walk away. Pay attention to your cats. So thank you so much, my cat crew of Sammy and Jethro, Molly, Charlotte, and Dennis for teaching me a lot of things about cats. Just about, oh, I think every uh, little tidbit of cat info I just mentioned, I've experienced, except for the cat bite, just the nip, not the bite. <laughs> and uh, so thank you, cat crew. Thanks to everyone listening. Thank you so much for making Catitude such a popular show on Pet Life Radio and just all over the internet. I appreciate it so much. And a special thank you to Mark Winter for making me and my guests sound amazing. Now remember, lose the attitude. Have catitude. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.